and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly Research Roundup, research published between the 26th of December and the 1st of January 2024. I'm Katrina Pez, the Research Correspondent for the ME Association. It's been a surprisingly busy week for research despite it being the Christmas period. There have been a huge variety of studies with 10 new MECFS studies and 27 new long COVID studies this week. Fortunately, numerous of the papers this week appear to be behind a paywall. We have also included the MECFS references for the previous week, which was between the 18th and the 26th of December 2023, where there were four new studies published. We have highlighted one of the MECFS studies in more detail. Paper 2 looks into immunological dysfunction in MECFS and long COVID and the treatment with a nebulizing antioxidant antipathogen agent. The study included 12 patients with MECFS, 8 with long COVID and 12 healthy controls. The researchers firstly assessed the CD8 T cell dysfunction by developing a functional assay by intracellular cytokine staining. They also assessed symptom severity through questionnaires which were developed for the purpose of this study. These were then combined to assess the response to the treatment provided in the subset of patients, four with MECFS and four with long COVID. CDHT cells are lymphocytes that are important arm of the antiviral immune response. They kill virus-infected cells and produce antiviral cytokines. They contribute to resisting primary and secondary infections. The treatment used in this study was a nebulizing antioxidant antipathogen agent, Inspiritol. It was initially developed to treat major symptoms of respiratory distress through an agent with combined antioxidant, anti-inflammatory and a broad-spectrum antiviral, antifungal and antibacterial properties. It is sterile, isotopic, pH-balanced liquid suspension with four ingredients, two endogenously produced compounds, one repurposed prescription drug that is pro-drug to an endogenous produced amino acid and one plant extract monotoprene cyclic ether and one natro biocyclic sesquiterpene in a liquid carrier. The ingredients have been reported to relieve oxidative stress and or to act directly on inhibiting pathogens including viruses. Administration of these well-studied antioxidant and agents with antipathogen potential to the lungs, components of this nebulizing agent are also likely to be distributed systematically with potential to enter the central nervous system. Some of the key findings, both long COVID and MECFS patients were characterized by dysfunctional CD8 T cells with severe deficiencies in their abilities to produce cytokines, which were IFN gamma and TNF-alpha. Results show that CD8 T-cell dysfunction initiates some aspects of T-cell clonal exhaustion, a phenomenon associated with oxidative stress. The symptom severity questionnaire showed similar symptom profiles for both MECFS and long COVID. For the patients that underwent treatment, patients' immune deficiencies and health improved during the treatment period with the nebulizing agent. For the patients that underwent treatment, there was an increase in CD8 T cells, IFN gamma and TNF alpha production and a decrease in the overall self-reported symptom severity score by 54%. All eight patients which received treatment had a positive response. No serious treatment. A 
associated side effects or laboratory anomalies were noted in these patients. The authors suggest that this work provides evidence of a useful biomarker, CD8 T-cell function, reminiscent of T-cell exhaustion that may exist in diagnosis and have a utility for tracking disease outcomes during therapy, including the response to a potentially new treatment. There are some interesting results in this study which further show the similarities between ME-CFS and long COVID. A few things to point out about this study. ME-CFS patients were diagnosed by the Institute of Medicine criteria. This study was a primary arrest perspective case series report that reports the details of eight patients who received the treatment, the nebulizing agent. Detailed patient characteristics and descriptions of one ME-CFS patient and one long COVID patient are listed within the study. Patients took the nebulizing agents for different periods of time depending on the rate of improvement in their symptom severity. This varies between 3 to 15 months. A further subsection of patients received the nebulizing agent also took an antiviral treatment. Meaning it is difficult to truly compare the patients. The results show that interfering with long COVID patients in the earlier stages of illness has a greater potential to prove the disease outcomes compared to those at later stages or more chronic ME-CFS. Some previous information on the research of the nebulizing agent can be found on the Science for ME forum. This is expressed by the authors to be only a preliminary study. The treatment suggested alone would need significant more studies which would need to be conducted in double-blinded controlled trials. This is also one of the few studies where biological methods are used to assess treatment response. Thank you for listening to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup. I shall be back next week with the next instalment.